Thanks for listening to the Best of Coast to Coast podcast. If you want to hear more than just this highlight from the program, become a Coast Insider, and you can listen to the full episode plus recent shows covering the mysterious death of Kurt Cobain, the possibility that government may soon reveal the truth about UFOs, and the power of witchcraft as told by an actual practicing witch. Start listening now by heading over to coasttocoastam.com and signing up for Coast Insider. Now here's a highlight from Coast to Coast AM on iHeartRadio. Liz McIntyre is an award-winning investigative writer, privacy activist with a flair for exposing corporate shenanigans and bureaucratic misdeeds. She and our dear friend Dr. Catherine Albrecht co-authored the best-selling book Spy Chips, How Major Corporations and Government Plans to Track Your Every Purchase and Watch Your Every Move. Liz works as a consultant for startpage.com. That's the world's most private search engine. And she invites a lot of us to join her at Twitter for lively debates on technology and privacy issues of the day. We'll tell you how you can find her on Twitter as well. And you might remember a couple weeks ago, a company in Wisconsin decided to ask their employees if they would take the chip. The chip would be embedded near their in their fingers there right there in this corner, and it's the size of a grain of rice. Lots of the employees volunteered to do it. So here's Liz back with us after almost, what, 11 years, Liz, you were on with me? It's been a very long time. Jeez. It's good to be here, George. 11 years? I hope I, I didn't know. keep you on hold that long. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. I'm back, well, and I'm good. here with that news on that Wisconsin chipping, uh, which is really shocking. Now, well, that was voluntary, though, right? Uh, well, voluntary, George. I mean, how voluntary is it, uh, you know, when your boss says, hey, uh, can you stay late tonight? We have this big project. Uh, would you mind coming in and, and helping us uh, staple uh, a bunch of papers together for handouts? Or You do well, it. How about Saturday? We had that ball game. Can you come and cheer the team on? I mean, how voluntary, really? Is that, mm-hmm. um, do you say no to your boss? Something like that? Probably not. Now, if the good boss came to me and said, George, we want you to be one of the first to get a chip in your hand. We know you talk a lot about it on Coast to Coast, and we know you're opposed to it, but we want you to get it. I don't think I would do it, Liz. I mean, I would, uh, I, I, and I don't think, now there's like legislation in Nevada, a state senator there has introduced legislation to make it illegal to force employees to get chips. But, you know, but I'm different. I, I don't know how many other people would simply say, yes, boss, I'll do it for you. Well, surprisingly, about half of the staff of this company called Three Square Market agreed to do it. That's about 50 people. And they actually had a chipping party. And all these people, they voluntarily, if you call it voluntary, but they, they lined up to get these, these chips in their hands, which is surprising considering uh, these are pretty big honkers. I mean, they say the, gra- the size of a grain of rice, but uh, I've never seen a grain of rice quite that big. <laughs> and they, they apparently got the chips in order to use the vending machine and things like that. Rather than put your dollar through, you just kind of like hold your chip up to some kind of reader or something. And, of course, right, right. that's it's- the future, they say. Well, they say, well, this company, Three Square Market, has a real ulterior motive here because they actually uh, manufacture and place these snack kiosks uh, around the country. Uh, you know, the, when you go to an airport and they have those open snack bars, you go up and get a sandwich or a drink or, you know, chips or something, 
And you go up there and you have to dig into your, your, your pocket, get your wallet out or for some change, pay. Well, what they want to do is have you pay with a chip instead. So right. it's really easy. You just, you know, swipe your hand uh, within about, oh, I guess, 10 centimeters of this, this reader device, and, and you pay for it. I mean, the money comes out of your credit card or whatever account that this chip is linked to. And so they're hoping that it would sell, you know, they'll sell more products that way if they make it easy. But, of course, if there's the cool factor. They probably they want to make a big splash because, I mean, they're doing it for marketing. They want to stand out. They want to say, hey, look at us. Look how great we are. Catherine would, would always tell us that the chip, in her opinion, was the mark of the beast. Do you say the same thing? Uh, we have a slight difference of opinion on that. Uh, personally, George, I mean, I definitely see where this technology uh, could be used in the way that it's described in the Bible, of course, in, in, in Revelation. Sure. And it talks about a day when you won't be able to uh, buy or sell without a number. That's right. Right. And definitely, you know, if, if a retailer said, hey, you can't come into my store unless you have, you know, a unique identifier, you know, a chip in you, uh, uh, yeah, I mean, it's possible. I mean, they could close the door. They could say, hey, unless you scan your chip, you can't come in here. So, so theoretically, it's very possible. However, George, um, I've been into the patents a lot, as you know. In our book, we, we did a lot of patents. That was kind of my specialty. And I've seen some technology very similar that would be even closer. So I'm really hesitant to say, wow, here's the mark of the beast, because if we say that and then something else comes along, they'll go, well, you were wrong, right? Yeah. <laughs> Exactly. So I think it's more responsible to say, you know, let's keep an, keep an eye on this, definitely. I mean, even if it isn't, it's a really bad idea anyway. But, uh, you know, like some patents I've seen, like for printed chips, I mean, there are patents where there's actually an electronic tattoo that could be printed on your hand or on your forehead, which, of course, is the other place, right? That's right. That's uh, right. <laughs> even an invisible kind of ink, and that would be more probable because you're probably not going to want a big lumpy chip in your forehead. <laughs> That's right. Plus, what happens if somebody robs you and wants to gouge it out of your hand to use it almost like credit card fraud, but they grab your chip? You know, that's a bloody possibility, George. Um, the other possibility is that, and I don't know this for sure, because I actually haven't had a chance to look and examine these chips or talk to hackers yet about them. And you know they're going to test them. But, you know, years ago, the Verichip, you remember the Verichip? Yep. Um, very similar. Very similar technology, a glass-encapsulated RFID tag for embedding in the flesh. Um, that was actually hacked by a, a hacker named Jonathan Westhues, and he proved that he could actually clone it. So he could walk up to someone really close to them and actually glean the unique number off that chip, which is like a unique identifier, like a social security number, really, which could link to basically unlimited information in a database. He could, he could clone that and pretend to be that person. So, you know, I don't know how good the security is yet on this chip, but we know almost anything can get hacked these days, so it wouldn't surprise me. What are some of the possibilities, future-wise, of these chips being used for what? What are, what are the things they would use? Just about everything? Every application that we use a credit card for, you would use the chip for? If you're going to get gasoline, right, like you for, hold your hand up to the pump, stuff like that? Exactly. Um, I mean, that's the vision. Uh, that's the vision. Uh, of course, it goes beyond payment devices, though, um, for payment. 
actually this uh, snack company, this Three Square Marketing, is telling their employees that, hey, we don't want to just use this for payment because, of course, George, I mean, how many people are going to, you know, get a chip to, to get a quick fix with the Cheetos Right, snack, get right? my M&Ms or something like that, right? <laughs> <laughs> that, that's kind of, yeah, it, it, the point there just kind of, whoa, that doesn't make sense. However, if you sell it by saying, hey, you know, this chip can be used for a lot of other reasons, too. It can unlock your phone. It can unlock your computer, your car, mm. the door to your house. And, in fact, the Three Square Marketing is talking about um, having employees use these devices to access the photocopier, wow. to actually maybe access the phone, and, and any number wow. of other things. And what about ATM machines? And you won't need your little cards anymore. Exactly. So, you know, that's, that's kind of the future they're seeing. But, but I think that, frankly, it's a super bad idea. And everyone I talk to is just not buying it. <laughs> I, I think they're making a big deal of it, and I think they're trying to make this fly. But seriously, like you, George, I, I just don't see it happening. I mean, I, I think there are some, some people out there, some hackers, who really think it's cool. But you know what? They want to control this technology. They, they don't want to be controlled by it. So they're just not going to buy into all of this stuff. I mean, they just really aren't. And I think also there's a big segment of the population that's going, hey, you know, I, I see this as possibly an entry, a gateway to the to a technology that would be like the mark of the beast. So it's just not going to do it. Listen to more Coast to Coast AM every weeknight at 1 a.m. Eastern and go to coasttocoastam.com for more.